Hello and welcome to another edition of the Unqualified Huddle. Week two in the NFL is coming up. We're here to talk about it. Very exciting week one. We discussed it all in our last podcast. Go back and listen to it if you've not yet. However, we're here to talk about week two now. That's what we're here about. That's what we care about. Exciting run of games. Uh, boys, how are you both doing, first of all? Well, you, when you're plugging in, you know, to the people to listen to our lab po- last podcast, you should also tell them, you know, we're available on Spotify, Apple mu- uh, Podcasts. We've got our own Twitter handle, T-U-H underscore podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe, the, like, the, share, tell the, all your friends. The, the problem is, it's been over a year and I still don't remember all of that stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's why that was your job. That's your responsibility, not mine. Oops. I just yeah. say hello. Uh, let's also remind everyone, two Monday night games. This two week. Monday night games. Yeah, I looked at the schedule just now and I was shocked. Excited though. I don't, I don't really understand why there's two Monday night games, if I'm honest. No, in the very similar time, like can, one hour, I, 15 minute difference. Do I review now? Have you got any enlightenment for me? Money. That's what's happened. <laughs> money, money, NFL, money. More TV revenues. And they're gonna, yeah, essentially get rid of one Sunday night game for a Monday night game. I sometimes I have, I'm sometimes have an issue with uh, these Monday night games. But really, waking up on a on a Monday morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, um, yeah. and you've got two games to catch up on. And yeah, and it's not like Sundays are lacking for games at this point in the season. No, no, that's very true, it, and it's a fair point. It'd be nice to have two games that. To still catch up on instead of just the one. I mean, like last week, it was a bit disappointing because it was the, the the Broncos versus Seahawks game, which... the revenge game, <laughs> or the the well revenge game for uh, Noah Fan and uh... Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris. <laughs> it seems not Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we don't want to talk about week one. Let's stop talking about it. Let's talk about week two. Let's start with this game we've got tonight of recording. I don't know when Shan's going to pull his finger out and get this podcast edited, <laughs> but. For now, it's going to what be... A win by the, what a win by the Chargers, right? What a win. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We're, we're here to talk about the Chargers and Chiefs. Very exciting matchup for me, I think, for first night. I think they've scheduled this really well. Both teams looked impressive last week. But for me, one team comes into this game in a bit of a better situation, mainly due to their health. Well, that's got to be the Chiefs, right? <clears throat> I mean... The, the Chargers are missing the ace, their number one receiver, in Keenan Allen, who they heavily relied on. And everyone and was speaking of his demise, but when he was on the field, uh, people were eating their words. I mean, we're not talking about Harrison Booker. You're a good kicker, but you're no, a but, kicker. But yeah, but Booker's like, you know, it, it's a shame that he's out, but also it's not the end of the world. And also, we don't know what, what the situation with JC Jackson is as well. The mm, Chargers yeah. highly touted like cornerback which they they signed in the offseason so you know not having jc jackson in the lineup will could hurt them a lot when it comes to this game because obviously the chiefs like to throw the ball a lot they'd like to use their receivers a lot they could do with their best cornerback on the field i mean if you're going up against this plethora i mean thankfully for jc jackson there's no tyree kill but there's a plethora of chiefs receivers where you need to have your smarts, you need to communicate because they've got so versatile scheme set. I'm talking about now going back to the Chargers. Mike mm. Williams, right? He had a disappointing week one. We briefly touched on that last week. 
in our podcast, but Not... surely this is um, this is where he's got to show he's the well, guy it... who can take over Keenan Allen. Well, this this is the thing. Last week in the in the Chargers game, he he like didn't get any looks. I think he got two two looks, two throw passes thrown his way. No receiver on this this Chargers team got more than four passes thrown their way. That's worrisome because it shows that Herbert potentially doesn't have good rapport with one of them. I if, mean, I think that I think that's because. Uh, sorry, I think that's because Allen went out of the matchup though. Well, yeah. If Patrick Mahomes was spreading the ball, everyone will be like, "He doesn't need a number <laughs> one receiver. Is that yeah. good?" And now, now you're suggesting Justin Herbert, who's you know getting up there in terms of Patrick Mahomes type um, publicity, uh, is might might not have a rapport with his receivers. No, not that he doesn't have a report, but you've got to got to admit as well. Most of these receivers are quite new guys on this roster as well. No, he hasn't played with them. Uh, well, you know, except for Allen and and Williams, but like he's not played with a lot of the other ones. They're not mainly into the roster, and also it's a new tight end situation as well with Everett. So because of that, it's kind of you know he still has to build a report, and even it was quite uh, telling. Austin Eckler has a, a YouTube show. Who knew? But Austin Eckler has a YouTube show. And even on the YouTube show, he was talking about this matchup and, and was talking about how the Chargers offense still needs to like sort of click together, still need to like sort themselves out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw in that game against the Raiders, I just thought there was a lot of mistakes on both teams. They weren't finishing their drives, right? So this is a... This divisional games, I mean, this division is just so juicy. I'm not going to include Denver. We, because of, we, we saw, though, at the end of last year that the Chargers were shooting themselves in the foot and then they lost the, their game to the Raiders um, the last game of their season because they couldn't close them out. And this AFC West, if there's any division where you need wins, is this one right here. Well, this is a big game for them. Let's let's pick it and let's talk. Like, Who do you think's got this Chargers. game? Just because, <laughs> just because they're the flashy pick. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I suppose quelled any fears that they're going to slow down against a, a struggling Arizona team last week. Uh, but I, I fancy the Chargers to step up. So I, I'm going to go opposite, I'm afraid. I did pick the Chargers to win the division, and I still think that could be likely. But however, I feel like they need some more time to get this offense to click together. And I think missing Allen's a big piece of that. It's going to hurt them. Therefore, I've got the Chiefs in this game. I just think offensively, Chargers won't be able to slow them down. Yeah, I'm going with the same direction as you, Simon. Uh, I've got the Chiefs as well. I just think there's without Keenan Allen and JC Jackson, two of their best. No, they are their two best perimeter players. You've got to go with the Chiefs. I want to bring us on to Minnesota, Philadelphia. That Monday night football game. The, the actually one that I'm more interested in. The other one, you know, it's just a filler. <laughs> uh, because, because you know Buffalo is going to beat Tennessee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. But Minnesota and Philadelphia Eagles, these two teams are looking high, like high-powered offenses. We saw the Vikings as Adam Thielen was saying, just keep attacking, which to be honest, they 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 didn't at the end of that game. They could have. It, at one point, it looked like a 40-bag was going to happen. Um, but they got Justin Jefferson in really good situations. And similarly for Philadelphia Eagles, they added AJ Brown, and they just made they made use of his whole contract last week. I like that made use of his whole contract. I like that. No, you're right. These are two real offensive juggernauts right now. I feel in or potential offensive juggernauts, mainly because I don't think their defenses are actually that good. I think their defenses are okay or like maybe above average, but I I don't think they're 
they're like, you know, both these teams run through their offense. This would be a case of which team scores last, in my opinion, uh, which team has the ball last to score. I think this will go down to a shootout at the end. Or are these one of these two teams imposters? I mean, a couple of years ago, I would have thought this would be Justin Jefferson versus Jalen Rager game. Uh, <laughs> and then Jalen Rager's with the Vikings, right? So, Oh, the Jalen Rager revenge game. Uh, it is the revenge game. <laughs> I mean, but for, like the interesting thing about this is last week, two of the best receivers were AJ Brown and Justin Jefferson. Now, if you like players who are on form, there, then, there you go. I've just gave just, it to you on a plate. Just, just, uh, just to clear something up, Je- Justin Jefferson was on a different level to any other receiver last week. Don't try and clump AJ Brown in. Hey, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some shade here. Justin Jefferson was landed against linebacks. I think, you know, uh, I can't remember the exact number. Was it sixty percent? I could be making that up. But he was lined up against linebackers hey. a lot. No, not his fault. Green Bay can't defend very well. Hey, we, I mean, we've like got, Cooper we've got a person out of three of us who doesn't rate Cooper Cup because he gets matched up against linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We rate Cooper Cup, but we've got to say the scheme is great for Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup to get them in the position to win. That's what the coach's job is. Um, and they're both versatile, play inside, outside. I want to see what the Eagles can do here in this game with AJ Brown. Can they get him those matchups? Because the Vikings looked incredible in, in defense as well against the Green Bay Packers. Now they're up against the team that are. But that's. That, that's a bit easy to say because Green Bay didn't look like a team that could win any game. Well, they stopped, well. stopped the team there. They, they just didn't look like a team. But they're, they're, <laughs> now, they're now faced with the opposite challenge where the Eagles can score. They've got a dual-threat quarterback. They've got receiver who's on fire. They've got multiple running back games as well. But oh, it's, for sure. Yeah, I, I, and also, conversely, the Eagles have got an expl- – they've just seen what the Vikings just did to the backers. Yeah. They've got to be – thinking we can't allow our defensive backs to have that same thing happen to them where they made a fools of really. Well, it, um, it, it's, it's one of those things where it will be, it will be let's show which of these teams are legit. Mm. It could be that both of them show that they're legit, but I don't, I think one's going to, no, I, I don't, I think it's going to be a close game. Sorry. And I think these will both show that they're in contention because they'll both show they've got the ability to beat each other. It will just come down to like the last possession of a game. Because that's how I see it. I don't think their defences will hold up. Either defence will hold up against these teams. Well, the Eagles' I... defence didn't hold up against Detroit at the end. Yeah. If well, you're not that, saying that's garbage point. point. That, that's why I think they'll be they'll both prove to be good teams. But I wouldn't be surprised if, because we're still in week two, they're just figuring things out. That it might not be just a one-possession game. Maybe come week 17 it could be. Uh, but right now, anything can happen. I mean, so for predictions... I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. I just think I'm more certain of what they are than the Eagles. So I'm going Vikings away, even though they're playing away. Vikings are at home, aren't they? No, the home teams are for Eagles. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm going to pick the Eagles. Um, I just think they've got a little bit more juice for me um, when it comes down to it. And I think the Vikings are very much Vikings. They've won a high from beating Green Bay, and it's typical Vikings is that the week after they're just going to not get over the hurdle. So, yeah, Eagles are my pick. 
I'm going to go with Philadelphia uh, because I like their roster better. They're more talented on paper. I liked what I saw from the Minnesota scheme, but I, I trust the talent on the roster of, of the Eagles. Yeah, did you just say Eagles? Let me hear. So you guys are both going Eagles here? Yep. Yeah, that's we're, right. both, we're both picking Eagles, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, don't wanna, I, I don't like the sound of being a wolf, lone wolf again. <laughs> <laughs> last week's <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. go well for you. Let's uh, let's talk about the the best game of the week, though. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans <laughs> oh, of Saints. It didn't take the you long March to seventeen. To <laughs> it didn't take you long to talk about Saints, right? For that me, is... like it's an exciting matchup. You can't say it's not. It's all right, what what, what excites you about this matchup, Simon? Well, it's first of all you get to see if the Tom Brady. Is <laughs> or if, if the you, Tom you know Brady... he's struggling to to talk about Tampa Bay. No, like so. Go on, talk about your Saints. Well, like, no, no, but I, I just find it interesting, especially you know Godwin's now not going to play this game. So again, it's down another receiver for um for Tom Brady. I don't know what the status of Russell Gage is. So they're looking at like playing this game with only Julio Jones and Mike Evans. Um, if the Saints' defense plays like they normally do against Brady then this could be a, a, like a one-sided game so long as James Winston plays like the fourth quarter James Winston we saw last week and the Saints offense plays like the fourth quarter offense that we saw last week and not the offense that they put out for the first three quarters of the game. I mean, but then you've also got to say the Saints' defense didn't look like what they usually do against Atlanta. They, that's they, against Marcus Mariota. So, so the Saints' defense is notorious about not being able to defend against a running quarterback. And that's just basically what happened to us last week, is that we're not able to defend against the running quarterback. You look at the Eagles game last year with Jalen Hurts. He absolutely wrecks us because he's a running quarterback. We're, we're not good at defending against it. And also, they're still, you know, meshing pieces in. We've not got the consistency that we used to have. But we still have a decent defense. And Dennis Allen has Tom Brady's number. He's Tom Brady's daddy right now. I think Tom Brady breaks out because Sean Payton isn't there. So, I mean, for me, what disappointed me was how the Saints played start to finish last week. I wasn't expecting that. No. Maybe it's the Atlanta Falcon surprise. But it, but it's but we again Saints always play poorly against Atlanta. It's always it's always as close a game or we get beat by Atlanta. They're sort of a bogey team for us. But that's mm. a true rivalry because it was quite funny. Tristan Wiss talked about. Um, this Saints-Buccaneers rivalry and what Todd Bowles has said about it, which is basically, if you've lost to a team the last six or seven times, it's not a rivalry. And that's what this essentially is. This 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 is just a, a normal game for the Saints. Like, it's not a rivalry anymore. So it, it, I think the ball's in the box court in a lot of ways to try and show that they are not just the Saints' like... Sean Payton's not there anymore. Punching back. Yeah. Sean Payton's but... not there anymore. I uh, think that's a big difference. I said it at the start I of the don't. season. I don't. I don't. Well, you know, that's. that's well, it looks like we know who we're going for the picks because I'm going Bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I think Tampa Bay going 17 and 0, which I'm still worried about the O line. Uh, but <laughs> Lenny looked amazing. Um, and Tom Brady's Tom Brady. So, it's, and for me, that defense, that Tampa Bay defense looks rejuvenated. And I think they're going to, they're going to, in all all facets of the game, I think that they'll have the upper hand. The only well, defense that didn't allow a touchdown in week one. Well, yeah, but come on, you can't say that about a cowboy, you can't say, say that about a Cowboys <laughs> offense that looked awful, and then that press got left like halfway through the game. Like, I, I'm just spitting facts here. 
No, I, I'm obviously going for the Saints there. I'll back my boys. Um, I think they'll get the W. Right. Let's go Tampa. So I'm, I, for me, I, a game I'm looking forward to, that most people might say, what? Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. Um, I want to yeah. see, yeah, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers. At Lambeau. People I can't see s- my face, but I'm very disappointed right now. Is that because yeah. you have Donald Muno in the fantasy team? <laughs> well, it's because last week Chicago got a win over the 49ers. That's a big deal. Now, the rain made it a pretty weird game, not a normal type of game. But hopefully we don't get a washout here in Green Bay. But I want to see what they can bring to the table after a win over a tough team. Now, the Packers aren't who they are. This is a statement-type game if you're the Chicago Bears. This is the best time to play the Packers. Um, and if you're the Packers, this is where you try and get things right at home. Um, so I, I, it's a divisional game. I, I'm like, I'm a sucker for this game uh, this year. I want to see Justin Fields. And I, like, a part of me is rooting for the Bears here because I've just seen the Packers destroy the Bears my, my, during my time following the NFL. So I, I've got a... I've got some investment here in um, in uh, the Chicago Bears with their quarterback and obviously Darnell Mooney for my fantasy team. So I, I am not excited about this game. Um, I, I mean, I guess it is interesting a little bit. However, the Bears don't don't inspire me as a team that I want to go watch. And the Packers, after last week's performance, it's interesting to see if, if Rodgers will actually play better this week and like his offense will play a bit better. However, I'm not all that bothered about it as well in the same same regard. Do you um, think his receivers will play better? His offense will play better? Yeah, because I, I think it's I think it's very similar. It's very eerily similar to how it was the year before. That the first game of the 2021 season, they got blown out 28 0 by the Saints. So like we're now in the next year a lot. They just got blown out by the Vikings. The game after, they had a stonker. They they stomped on the team. I don't know who it was, but they, they came back with a vengeance. And part of me feels like that could be similar what happens here because the Bears are potentially a punching bag. For all me, they need to do, though, all, all they need to do, though, is run AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. <laughs> and I don't think the, the Chicago Bears, as much as Justin Fields may or may not be improved, we'll see uh, week two when there's uh, not a waterlogged field. Um, but... Yeah, I, I don't think they have the inner firepower. And Green Bay, if they should just lean on that running game, they should be fine. I think Alan Lazard's going to be key if the Packers are going to win. I don't think is it, he is. Is he healthy? Is he, is he I, I believe he should be playing this game. I, mean, I believe that's he is. A, that's a big boost to them then. And that's it's irrelevant. Happen. It's irrelevant. They just need a running game. So so all this, all this talk means is that I'm picking the Green Bay Packers for this game. Yeah, same here. Same here, actually, surprisingly. I was... I want... I think... There's a chance about Bears might win, but my head's got to think here, and I can't pick the against the Packers at Lambo until I'm proven otherwise. Another game that I'm just looking at this list and looks a bit tasty for me. Um, there's one that I was going to pick and I was going to talk about. However, you would both look at me in disgust. So the one that I will talk about is this Miami Dolphins Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, th- for me, this is a bit. This is a bit tasty. Because th- this goes back to week one and like over thinking, over going on what over egging the pudding essentially of week one. Uh, the Ravens played a Jets team that you know the Jets team and the Jets with Joe Flacco playing as quarterback. They weren't going to do much, and you know the Ravens did what they had to do. They 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 did their business. They won convincingly. 
the Dolphins played a New England team that's all out of shorts. And again, you could say that they did their business. However, the, the expectation for this Dolphins team is much higher, in my opinion, than what they showed last week. And mm. this, will, this will be like the, the measuring stick, essentially, of if this Dolphins team is actually as good as what people have thought about in the offseason. Do you not think? I mean, for me, I think you 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 brought on a good point where the Dolphins sneakily didn't show enough against the Patriots. They had that forced fumble for a touchdown with Melvin Ingram, but offensively, they might have moved the ball. But in the red zone, I, I just they just weren't there. And this Baltimore team's full of vets, know how to do it, and they're going to take advantage of any weakness to a had. I don't think the the Patriots' offense did that. They didn't take any advantage of the Dolphins not scoring. I think the Ravens are a completely different game. Well, Patriots could very well be picking top five looking at their performance. And uh, Dolphins didn't need to do anything to win that game. Mm. Even even though we've been hyping them up all offseason, everyone has. And I was kind of looking forward to it. I was I was left is thinking, is this, is this it? Is this it? It was like it was like an appetizer and it never really like your main course never came out. It's like you just sat waiting in the restaurant still. It, it was a bit of beans on toast. It's like you can't go wrong with it, but <laughs> you, you know you were expecting an an eggs eggs Florentine. Yeah, we were expecting welcome to the NFL Miami Dolphins. Here we go, Tyreek Hill. But it's got well, realistically, it's going to take them a while for them to get going. Well, new I, team, I, new I, players, new head coach. There's a lot of newness there. New vibe completely. There, there is, but then you know. There's other teams that when there's been a new vibe, it feels different for me. Like even take this Giants team, the turnaround in this Giants team that we saw with uh, Brian Dable. Don't get me wrong, they're not world beaters, but it feels like a different team. Whereas this Dolphins team, for me, doesn't feel from watching the game doesn't feel much similar to how they were last year. That's well, generous. Think... They're generous because <laughs> without Saquon Barkley, that's the same old Giants team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Why fair. It was more Saquon fair. Barkley point. I was, but like, don't forget what the Miami Dolphins did to Lamar Jackson the last time they played him. Absolutely blitzed the daylights with Brian Flores. It was a game we talked about last year yeah. in our podcast heavily because it was an absolute clinic of a defensive performance. Absolutely. But do you think that Jim Harborough is silly enough to go into this game and not or have thought about that? Have thought about, you know, last well, season we came here and we were blitzed heavy and we lost. Well, Let's they don't have Brian in. Flores, the Dolphins' defense, and that's a big loss. Because I would have liked to see what Baltimore did if Miami kept coming in with blitzes. I don't see them doing that, not with this new staff. Well, um, Lamar this year is playing with a chip on his shoulder, um, and I believe I, I believe the narrative of, of Lamar being being out for another MVP for his for his minute <laughs> to get that bag. Uh, but this is Lamar is one of the MVP candidates going into the season, and. Week one was, he just needed to do what he needed to do against the Jets. Week one, it was, it was a coast. It was a coast yeah. for him. There were some amazing throws uh, to Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvenay. Uh, but there were instances where the Ravens just, just sputtered some drives. And against Miami, I think they'll need to step up slightly. Uh, and I'm really interested in the matchup between uh, Rashad Bateman. Are we going to see a breakout in the second year versus Xavier Howard of the shutdown corner of the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I, I'm I'm not so much, but that's because I don't I, like going back to last week. I don't feel Bateman is the top wide receiver in uh, Baltimore at the minute. You think it's Devin Duvernay? I think it's Devin Duvernay. Based on his two touchdowns on four targets. Yep. 
I mean, the thing is, I think Xavier I, that's how the Ravens play. That's how the Ravens play. I mean, let's not talk. Let's not forget about Javon Holland. He's going to have to do a good job in that safety, especially with Mark Andrews lacking. I think that's that's an intriguing matchup as well. There's a lot of good matchups here. Um, who are you who are you picking? I've got the Ravens. I I've, I, I like this the for MVP race versus Josh Allen. I've I've also got the Ravens. I just <laughs> think that in this situation they're the better team. Made out three. I can't pick against them. Well, it looks like, guys, if you're listening to this and we're breaking these down, down and you're thinking likewise, I think week one showed us a lot. There's maybe less room for having that hit and hope. Well, week one showed that anyone can win any given Sunday <laughs> because how, how many games went down to the final um, final whistle? Yeah, lo- loads. Of, well, it, it shows that in the NFL anything can happen, which is what we like about the NFL. Unless if you're the Patriots or the Jaguars. <laughs> um, uh, we've got time for one more game. Who wants to who wants to talk about one more game before we go into the rest? Well, if I don't think I should bring up the the uh, the Colts Jaguars. No, you shouldn't. So revenge stop. game. So instead, I'm going to circle back and say Cincinnati. Dallas Cowboys. No, no, no. no. I, I prefer Jacksonville. And- <laughs> oh, you're beating, you guys have beaten me completely. No, I, I'm interested to see. Um, Jacksonville showed promise last last week. Oh, we're, we're actually talking about Jacksonville. <laughs> I, 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 this, this does have some intrigue. I watched that game and it was quite, kind of painful. Um, but th- yes, they got beaten by Carson Wentz. Yes, they got beaten by Curtis Samuel, John Dotson. Antonio Gibson turning wide receiver, basically every single person on, on the Washington team. Well, what I found out was uh, Antonio Gibson was a wide receiver before he converted to running back. I didn't know that. Well, Sean mentioned it in the last podcast. Oh, did he? Oh, there here. you go. I don't, I don't listen to him. <laughs> don't care about his opinion. Um, but the what the Jacksonville Jaguars showed is that outside of their errors, they can put up points. Uh, because mm. the Washington defence... They're better. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. They're, sometimes they have the ups and downs, but they're not bad. <laughs> and I want to see, with James Robinson, week two, Travis Etienne will be looking to rectify his mistakes. I want to see what this Jacksonville team can do. I think the Colts have a lot of firepower. Michael Pittman, everyone expected a big season from him coming into the year. He showed that week one. Jonathan Taylor, they wanted to reduce his workload and then they realised he's the best player. Why do we want to do this? <laughs> um, I, I think it's got some promise to be a good match because these two teams always make it a good match. And funny enough, Michael Pittman did not practice today. I believe he wasn't seen. Um, so he, I mean, if he's out, that's a big, big loss because no, it's, Alex it's Pierce my, was uh, in on the concussion protocol. It's he's in my fantasy team. Trust me, I've done my research on this. They said he's likely to play on Sunday. We're talking yeah, about practice. I need him. But like Quitty Pay had two sacks last week in uh, against the Texans for the Colts, and the Jags allow the second highest pressure rate per dropback, only behind the Joe Flacco Jets. So you've got I, Forrest Buckner, Yannick Ngakwe, Quitty Pay against I, the Jags O line. That's going to be interesting. I could care less uh, about this game, to be oh, honest. Boo, oh. boo. I, I, I couldn't care. I'm going to pick it right now. It's going to be the Colts. We'll leave it as that because I don't want to talk about this game anymore. I'm going to make as well. <laughs> I'm making a, uh, a decision like I'm uh, broken. Yeah. Well, who are you picking, Sam? I've got to go with the Jags. I've got to go with my boys. Fair. No, that's fair. Where's um, the Colts at in Jacksonville? They've not beaten Jacksonville in Jacksonville for eight years now. So, yeah. 
well, I'm making that nine years. <laughs> well, I don't think so. And because I've cut that short, we've got time to talk about one more game. <laughs> Funnily right. enough, the game, that I wanted, the game that I wanted to talk about earlier, but I thought, no, I won't talk about it. It's Patriots um, Steelers, isn't it? It's not Patriots Steelers. Although um, TJ Watt, his injury is not as bad as what they said. It's only six weeks, potentially, he's out for. So that's that's a boost for the uh, the Steelers. No, I wanted to talk about the Washington Commanders. Oh, no. Lions game. no, 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 no. Okay, let, let's, let's keep it simple, Detroit Lions. Yeah. Let, so no, Detroit... no, 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 no. I'm going Commanders. Huh? No, what, what, hold on, let me let me talk about the game first before you start picking them. No, let, I mean, like, I think we should skip through this game as no, well. No, no. <laughs> No, don't you dare do that to the Dan Campbell-led Lions team. This this Lions team showed a little bit for me last week. They they played well against the uh, the Eagles team. Um, clean close to to winning. I know you guys were talking about oh it's garbage time. What's it matter? Correct. You know, I, I still think they showed something. Showed a bit of character to get back into the game. Obviously, the Commanders team um, they won last week against the poor Jags team, but it's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz did Carson Wentz thing. They were lucky to win, in my opinion. Realistically, the the Jags should have won that game. They had the game in control, and they just let Jahar Doxon like score touchdown to win. For, for me, but the, the issue with this is, is the Eagles roasted those DBs of you know simply, uh, you know I just don't believe in this Lions DBs. It, it, it's cost they simply win- roasted the Lions DBs, and I, and I Co- think the Commanders' firepower are just as good. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> are you telling me that there's a receiver on the commander's roster that is comparable to AJ Brown? AJ Brown, mm, Terry McLaurin. No, I mean uh, it's not that though. It's, it's the amount of receivers they have. Terry McLaurin, Jah- you know I mean, we were all praising Jahan Dotson last week. Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel, but the, the then issue, receiver Antonio Gibson. The the issue still lies with the fact that Carson Wentz is the quarterback there. A mistake-prone Carson Wentz, who almost threw the game away last week. The Lions versus the Jared Super Goff. Bowl uh, were the Jared Goff that once he leaves town, LA Rams win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that guy. All right, I, you, I can see gonna, we're going on different paths here already. You're going to talk smack about my team? That's fine. I'm picking the Detroit Lions to win this game. I'm picking Detroit anyway. <laughs> well, what, how can you be talking smack about them? It looks like I'm going lone wolf a lot again, if anything. Uh, that worked out well for you last week. That worked out well for you last week. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going commanders. Detroit, uh, De- uh, DeAndre Swift might not, not, might not play. But even if he doesn't, Jamal Williams is a very good back. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if Swift is, like Jamal Williams can fill in. Um, especially if you've seen Hard Knocks. That guy is a legend. Anyway, yep. let's um, let's pick the rest of the games then. While we can, my dog is going mental downstairs. So if you can hear that, I do apologize. Um, all right. So first one on my board, the New York Jets versus Cleveland Browns. Is Joe Flacco playing? Yes. yes. He's the starter. I'm picking Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, I, I'm also in the boat of picking Cleveland Browns. Wow. Who would have thought we'd all be picking Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco? But we are. That's, that's how we move. It's a trio of um, Cleveland Brown picks. Yeah, I I just don't I just don't see how we can spit with a straight face pick I'll, a Joe Flacco led offense. I'd rather not pick the Cleveland Browns any week this this year, but me too. But mm. the integrity of the picks right now, so it's fine. <laughs> well, we've got the integrity of the picks to go as well. Um, 
So we've done that one, done that one, uh, done that one. So Panthers versus Giants. We should have brought this up. This is an interesting matchup here. <laughs> this is a coin toss. It's it's really not. It's the Giants. Oh, I struggle with this one. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold. It's in New York. It's, it's in New York. I've got to go with Giants. They did, they did beat Tennessee, though. Mm, they beat, they beat Tennessee. Panthers lost to the Browns. But they showed something. Uh, yeah, I've gone Giants anyway. <laughs> what did the Panthers show? <laughs> hey, they got go close. I'm picking the Panthers because I think Baker's got more than what, what he showed last week. Oh, interesting, interesting. All right. Right, I like it. Uh, Patriots versus Steelers. Oh, Steelers. Easy. The amount of picks they had last week on uh, Joe Burrow. I think Mac Jones, another guy who doesn't have a cannon but is smart. I think the Steelers' defense makes another one, uh, a pick fest. I'm going to Steelers as well. Based on last week, I didn't like any of these teams coming into the year, but last week Pittsburgh showed that they could actually put up some put up some fight. And New England, I, I don't believe they could actually put up fight against anyone right now. No, I I will also go with uh, the Steelers here as well uh, for the same reasons. I just don't feel the Patriots are a team that's like in contention to win any games at the minute. Um, next up on the list, it's Falcons versus the Rams. I mean, both these teams lost. But both we've got lost. The Rams, right? Yeah, easy pick, really. Yep. It's, it's the Rams. True let's forward. be honest. Yeah, let's keep that simple. Uh, Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. This is a toss-up. Yeah, th- this is a tougher one to, to pick, to be honest. I mean, if Jeremy Garoppolo was starting, it wouldn't be as maybe as tough. If if Jimmy G was dying, it wouldn't be as tough. I know who I'd pick straight away. I'm also going to pick them still, even without Jimmy G. I'll go with the 49ers. I know they've lost their starting running back, but the way that Kyle Shanahan used his running backs, it doesn't really matter. Um, and Debo Samuel still plays for them. So I think the 49ers, on paper, are the better team. And without there being terrible torrential downpour, Trey Lance might <laughs> show himself to be a better quarterback than what we showed, like saw last week. Yeah, I've got to go with the 49ers as well. Seattle played really well um, against Denver. Um, Tariq Woolen really impressed me, but like you said, the 49ers, I think they'll show their true identity in this game at home as well. Uh, I'm going to go with San Francisco as well. Pete Carroll's won his Super Bowl against Russell Wilson. His, his job's done. His, he's going to be hitting the beach. <laughs> Not pre- yeah. not, we're not prepping for this match. He's done. He's done. All right. Uh, Bengals versus Cowboys. Let's still just get Bengals. It's Bengals, isn't it? It's got, like, I mean, it better be. If yeah. it's not them this week, then I've got serious doubts. With, with Dak, I, they still could have put up a fight, but not without him. No, that's the thing. Uh, all right, moving forward. Texans versus Broncos. Let's wrap. This... <laughs> to me, yeah. this is actually quite an interesting game because I think Houston are a really good team and underrated. They're going to be a pain for every every team they play. I, I think they're underrated, but I'm going to go with the Broncos because I think that Russell Wilson needs to earn his paycheck. I, yeah, this is Russell Wilson slander. Take away those two fumbles from Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and they walked all over Seattle. Yeah, well, it's true. It's maybe true. the head coach also needs to get himself right in this game as well, and Nathaniel Hackett. But yeah, he, need, he needs to play some Madden to learn some time management, but you know. Mm-hmm. Denver it I, is. We'll just talk to Peyton Manning, who will tell you 120 <laughs> times or however many times it was to take a time out. Uh, are you picking Denver as well, Sean? Sorry, I didn't get that. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, right. cool. <laughs> uh, Cardinals versus Raiders. Uh, surely there's only one pick here as well. Go on, Sean. We'll let you go first then. I'm, I'm picking the Raiders. Oh, um, poor show. Poor show. I you, think you've lost hope in Cliff Kingsbury. That's what it sounds like, Sean. Well, the Arizona Cardinals are, are horrendous to watch right now. <laughs> what I like, though, is that you're sticking to the integrity of the picks because you want to win rather than backing your own team. I like it. I'm also going Raiders in this because they were close against the Chargers. The Cardinals look abysmal. Simple as. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's you said it yourself. They they looked real. They probably looked like one of the worst teams last week, uh, and the biggest disappointment for me. So yeah, yeah, the Cardinals ain't beating the Raiders. And then last but not least, um, Titans versus Bills. The best team in football, Buffalo Bills, hands down. Whew, they were impressive last week, weren't they? Arguably the most boring matchup of the week. This is just an exhibition. Uh, so Buffalo for me. I swear yeah. you said that last week about the Bills' game. And um, he was right. <laughs> and he was right. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Bills are the, the... It's just the like, smart choice there. Um, unfortunately, Titans look out of sorts. So, yeah, Bills it is. That concludes our list of picks and the weekly games. So, hopefully you'll all enjoy them. Hopefully your teams will win, except if they're the Bucks and they'll lose. Um, and and then... you better start hoping that I win this p- weekly pick round and I finally win my fantasy league game. If you're no. honest, please no, pray no, for me. No one wants that. No one wants that. <laughs> no one wants that. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time, uh, which will be either a Monday or Tuesday podcast following on from this week's action. So we'll see you then. Peace. Bye.